everyone, and this is where it's at on this episode of Nani's Tunes with Avery and Lena. We're all set to go. We have two turntables and a microphone. Oh, no, we don't. And we have two microphones. Two microphones and a coffee table. Yes. <laughs> it's not as cool, <laughs> is it? And a laptop. Two tur- two microphones and a laptop. Oh no, it no doesn't go at all. No turntables and two microphones. Yeah, it doesn't go. No, not at all. But we so, tried. Yeah. So this week we're going back and talking about the album Odelay by Beck, which I thought was a great album. I'm just going to start it right from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Did you have this album? No, I didn't. Did you hear it before? Yes, I did. Friends have it, play video games? Yeah, probably. Or probably just heard it over the years. Yeah, yeah. Maybe because I've played it. Maybe. I've, I had it. I have listened to it or parts of it throughout the years. But it's been a little while. Okay. Um, I've kind of good. I think the first time I ever heard it was my best friend growing up. Shout out to Bridget Keating, who's probably not listening. And I remember she brought it over for a sleepover. Oh, okay. To it. I also remember probably that same night just falling asleep as the album ended and hearing the bonus track, which we might you might not have heard through. I, I couldn't find. I finally found the bonus track this okay. morning. Because there's a long pause. And then it's just sounds. It goes like, boom. Boom, and then there's like some beeping. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love the 90s hidden C- track. Yes. On CDs or tape. Another thing we missed out on, and I just happened to come across it just listening online, is the cover, the art, and especially the cover art. Okay. I always thought, did you look up, do you remember the cover or did you look it up? I remember the cover. I really thought it was a mop. I honestly thought it was a mop. It's a real dog that I they put it was a, a face dog. on. I re- it's a. I looked up the type of dog. It's a Hungarian dog, a commandor. Okay. I and they put the little face on. I really thought it was just fake all this time. Thought it was a fake dog. <laughs> that was adorable. Yeah. So that's some things you're missing. We're missing without having the actual okay. album. I didn't realize Beck was also an artist. He had an art show back in 1998 with his grandfather Al Hansen. Oh, okay. In Winnipeg. Yeah, there were a couple of galleries, but uh. Winnipeg was one because his grandfather used to work in the streetcar in Winnipeg back in okay. the day. Interesting. Yeah, that's our Cana- one Canadian connection because oh. his father is from Toronto, David Campbell, who is a musician, composer in his own right. Okay. He has, uh, there's a couple of Canadian connections. One, he is Canadian. He's worked with Rush. He did the music for Brokeback Mountain which was filmed in, in Alberta. Alberta. Yeah. He worked with Harry Styles. And, nope, and, yeah, I was getting things mixed up. Is Harry Styles Canadian? No, he's Brit. I didn't know his mother, B.B. Hansen, was a performing art- artist, an actress, musician. She worked with Andy Warhol in some movies. She had her own music career. She had a... So I think Beck comes from artsy kind of people, music-inclined, artsy. He was probably well-supported. Growing up. Okay. My Canadian con- connection was not that involved. Okay. Or not that well. close, I guess. But one of the producers on the album was Tom Rothrock, and he helped produce Sloan, who's from Nova Scotia or Canada as uh, well. Okay. I also, I have a few. I have a few because I like to go down this 
this uh, this path. He also worked with a producer, Dust Brothers. Yes. Who worked with the Beastie Boys. Uh-huh. They helped with Mbop. Yes. And we've talked about this stuff on this Canadian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Beck has a video for the new pollution. And it has a clip of Motley Crue playing. Oh, okay. Tommy Lee, for anyone who's never listened before, was <laughs> married to Pamela Anderson. And oh, that's our me. Canadian connection. I think we should just have start having a Motley Crue, Motley Crue connection. Or Pamela. Or Pamela Anderson. Yeah. yeah, I think Pamela Anderson is a better connection. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but less, but because we used a Pam Anderson connection one time without Tommy. Did Lee, we? So. I don't remember. Oh, have you watched any of the videos, or do you remember yeah. any of the videos? Yeah. I watched a couple of music videos this morning. They're so cool. Yeah. And like when I was looking at Devil's Haircut this morning, mm-hmm. it definitely had that '90s vibe. The uh, stop and start, like freeze frame almost, and kind of reminded me a bit of. I mean, what's the Beastie Boys one where they're like 70s cop? It kind of had that feel Sabotage. to me. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't, he wasn't a cop or anything, cowboy, but why are music videos a thing so much lately? We I think watch... they are, but they're on YouTube. Yeah, right? and they're on YouTube, but they're not as big of a thing as they used to be. Oh, uh, I, I would say they are, but in a different way. I think now that the music videos are at your fingertips and you can watch it whenever you want, but music videos in our day was more of we have to wait for that music video to come on and that right music video to come on so it was a little bit more special when it did true and i guess i'm kind of like just recently off the top of my mind miley cyrus had hers for i can buy myself flowers and people were talking about that Uh the dua lipa one for the barbie movie people were talking about that video so i guess maybe i'm just you're too old you speak in old people now. Yeah, I just can't go to watch video hits at 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're not sure why it's called Odele. It might be a takeoff of a Mexican word. It might mean hurry or go or you don't say, just things to say. Like, might be a takeoff of Andele. But okay. although it's very unlikely, there's a joke that it was called Odele because it took them so long producing the album. Like, oh, delay. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now... I think like everyone, what was your first introduction to Beck? It would have to be Loser. I think that was way back in the early 90s. Yeah, 93 maybe? I think I wrote it down. Um, How did you feel about that song? At the time, I thought it was good and fun. I never really put much thought into feeling about it. Or maybe not feeling. What about now? I still haven't put much thought or feeling. Do you like into the song? Yeah, I think I still like the song. So I was surprised by this album because I didn't really like that song. I oh, thought okay. it was a one-hit wonder. Beck thought it would be a one-hit wonder, called it mediocre, but it got him out there. Now I can't stand the song. And knowing okay. what he can do, he has a couple of things. People called it like slacker rock. And he's like, well, I'm not a slacker because I work for, like, I work a $4 an hour job and I'm busy. Like, (laughs) I can't afford to be a slacker. Yeah. He went through a rough time when that, he was living in a rat infested shed when that song came out. It kind of like grew from the radio and like college radios. And then he got, made the album Mellow Gold. And, you know, really, he had a bit of a busy, rough rough years before that and then this led to Odelay. okay and he's still producing mu- music he's won grammy 
He has won Grammys in 2000, like after this, 2015, 2019, and 2021. I don't know most of his music. I know the song Dreams, which I really loved, which I believe was on the album he won in 2015, but I'm not sure. Do you know any of his other music? I don't know any offhand, but I'm sure if I heard it, I'd remember it. Yeah. But like you said, he is prolific and making albums and music and he is still touring like he's coming to toronto in this month oh nice. no ne- sorry next month yeah september 3rd hmm. i'd love to see him yeah i think it'd be a good show when i was trying to listen to this music this album critically which i kind of try to do for the podcast but i'm not really a critic i was like oh this is so pretentious i'm like then i i got over that i'm like no that's what makes it so fun like he but i do think he put every single like thought into every single sound that came off to the off that came like went on to this cd and yeah I, I stumbled upon my words there i can see that look on your face and i don't think it's pretentious i think he was just having fun oh i wasn't thinking about the look on my face i was just seeing that the prime minister and his wife just separated separated. i saw that too i just got that i'm not laughing at separation i'm just like we were both distracted by that breaking news canadian breaking news on the podcast justin trudeau is single now ladies so he has nice hair Maybe you can invite him to a Beck concert if you live in Toronto. I don't know if he listens to Well, he's playing to other places, too. That's, just, that's the only Canadian baby has coming up. Yeah, he'd be great to see. Great musician. A lot of people are like, I feel so cool listening to this album. The cool came up okay. a lot. Like, Beck is so cool. And he is without... He's like a nerdy little skinny guy. But he is cool because he's not trying to be, I don't think. I think it's just that was him and his upbringing and being artsy and, you know, being... He can break dance. I've never seen yeah. it, but he learned how to break dance <laughs> as a kid. And, you know, like, he doesn't... I mean, there's probably video then, I would think. Also, to bring it back, in the song Sissy Neck, an early version had a talking Barbie as a sound. Huh. But Mattel wouldn't let him use it, so... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So there's our Barbie connection for this. Yeah, there's our Barbie connection. Some of the songs, like, I found High Five, Rock the Catskills, had a Beastie Boys feel. Like, it had a, this has, like, a hip-hop, country, folksy kind of feel. Like, you can't really pinpoint what this album is. I think this is the definition of a true alternative album. Like, Yeah, because it does have a lot of different variety and genres. It's not all one. It has like some jazzy influence too, I found, which I really enjoyed. Yep, psychedelic. He used to play folk music and then he was part of the anti-folk scene, which I don't really know exactly what that is. Isn't that just anything that would not be I don't know. It was like a movement in New York in the 90s, maybe late 80s. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just think... This album, almost the more you listen to it, the more you pick up. Yeah, yeah, I, I I got that. I didn't know the names of a lot of the songs. I really thought there was a song called Odele because they say Odele on it, but I think that's <laughs> called Lord Only Knows. Yeah, I think. you're right about that. I, get, I don't always look at names of songs. We all know Devil's Haircut, where it's at. I just feel like, I don't feel this album gets old. It just, it will always, it has a bit of a 90s feel, but it's just its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I agree with you. It definitely has some 90s feel, but it still holds up today where it's not just Aged. 90s. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not, yeah, I think you said just 90s. It 
because it, it has such that for such a variety on it that it's not just stuck in that era. Yeah, exactly. I once heard, and I don't remember where I heard this, that he kind of did Odelay kind of like rappy kind of stuff or like hip hop stuff on a bit of a dare. Like, yeah, I could do that. Oh, okay. He's uh, he's just so interesting reading his life, and he's Jewish, but he may be a Scientologist. Oh. At one point said he was, and then he was like, no, but I think his dad is, so he's aware of science. Like, so he has Scientology. So maybe he did some Scientology things. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but he came out and moved like, there's this misconception I'm a Scientologist, even though at one point he said I'm a Scientologist. So I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe he meant grew up a bit in Scientology, but Jewish. And he, he want, some of his grandparents were Presbyterian. He really liked that music. And oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Also, I was surprised Beck is his real name. Beck David Campbell. And he changed yeah. it to Hanson for some. That's his mother's middle name or last name. Oh, okay. But I think he spells it differently. He spells it with an O and she spells it with an E, I think. Okay. But Beck is a cool name. Like just his name is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually a last name. So it's like that first name, last name kind of thing. Yeah. But it's his first name. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of Beckett, but how do you feel about. I'm not. I don't mean feel. Do you regret your choice? No, I don't at all. I thought it was a fun album to listen to. Yeah, we've been listening to it a lot, like nonstop, which I usually yeah. don't hear you keep listening to an album. Or I'm not always aware of everything you're listening to, but I've heard it a couple of times since last week. I was excited to pick this album, so I was really excited to listen to it again. I was excited you picked it too because it had been on my <laughs> list and now I get another choice, which I'm stalling because I still don't know what I'm going to choose until it comes out of my well, mouth. Well, I can tell you some facts about the album. Well, I think about what my... <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so I couldn't find that it reached any of the Canadian charts, hmm. but it did go double platinum, so 200,000 albums were sold in Canada. One in my household. And But it did reach on some of the singles charts, like Devil's Haircut reached number 30 on the Canadian alternative. Sorry, it reached number 19 on the Canadian Alternative 30. 19? I yeah. thought it would be so did higher. I. The New Pollution reached number one on the Canadian Rock Slash Alternative and number 39 on the Canadian Top Singles in 1997. And where it's at reached number 50 on the Canadian Top Singles. I thought wow. those songs, especially like where it's at, Devil's Haircut, would have been higher on the Canadian single charts. Like, but I don't remember hearing those songs on the radio. Yeah, I guess I see not much music. I mean, that's where yeah. I was getting a lot of my music from because the radio stations that I had in my hometown were like... Top 40. No, not Pop. even. We didn't even have that. I, I think oldies? there was like there was the oldie station and then there was CKC, whatever they played, like soft rock maybe. Okay. But yeah, they weren't. I don't remember hearing this on the radio. You are right. Even now, I don't hear those songs on the radio. Yeah, on like oldies or ones that play nineties, which yeah, how it should is that be different on the than old. oldies. I don't know. The and alternative, I, maybe yeah. they play it on X ninety two here and there, but I've no think I I don't remember ever hearing. Usually, you just hear loser. Yeah, so it'd be nice to hear some of these other songs on the alternative station. Yeah, that would be. Uh, that's 
now that I gave you time to think about it, what are you? What album are you picking for next week? I'm going to pick "It's a Shame About Ray" by the Lemonheads. Okay. I felt we needed something poppy and fun. Not that <laughs> this was so not fun, but just like happy. Good. And okay. that's what I remember from the album. But we'll see. Maybe it's not as happy as I remember. Oh, hey. And we've already picked the uh, single for this week. It's going to be Umba by Hanson yeah. because we were going to do that two weeks ago. But with uh, we did a little Sinead O'Connor tribute, I guess, a little yeah, bit. Nothing compares to you. Yeah, iconic. So we still have that one in the bank, and we're going to release that on Friday. So make sure you give that a listen. Mm. Hmm. Bob. <laughs> I was trying to make a play on that. No, there is no play on it. <laughs> Till next time.